0: Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan, and for me, the start of the new year is all about commitments. Setting your intentions, restarting your routine, and committing to you from day one. Body Armor Light, the low-calorie, zero-sugar added sports drink. Shop now on Amazon.com.
1: Hello,
2: and welcome to Vacation Station. Hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's vacation station travel show with Nancy and Lisa. It is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and we're at the end of the year, end of December. And that means, well, not the end of December, but when it's the fourth Tuesday, it means <laughs> that we get to catch up with travel writer, Debbie Stone. We call her the fire monkey. Sometimes she's on a boat. Sometimes she's not. Sometimes I call her like travel stone, right, Debbie? <laughs> you have different <laughs> names. I've, I've called you all kinds of things, but not anything negative. Hello. But it always says no, because, well, listen, she has so many adventures, not just across the country especially during COVID. She said, heck no, I'm still going. I'm going to national parks. I'm going to the Dakotas. I'm going to Nebraska. I'm doing all these other road trips and staying safe. And she did. And has also finally got back out into Europe and, uh, you know, kayaking through Italy, uh, all kinds of places. But um, she's been back out on the road uh, and going into the Southwest, which is not far for her since she is based in Santa Fe, She recently had two amazing experiences that these experiences are, I think, for many of us who have a thing about the Southwest and geology and water and the outdoors. These are two experiences that are on our bucket list. One is she went to Antelope Canyon. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm really, really jealous. And then she went rafting horseshoe bend. You know, she like she got in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a boat, right? Anyway, she's written a story for each experience. You can read them and see the photos. If you go to nationalparktraveling.com, you'll see them in the upcoming issues of Parks and Travel magazine. But welcome back, Fire Monkey. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine, and yes, I was very. Uh, I stayed closer to home
0: this time, and and uh, kept it down to the Southwest, which uh, is always uh, I I I can never get sick of that region. You know, you know it too, ladies, because mm-hmm. you lived there for so many. You lived there and spent a lot of time in that area, but you know, it's just a, it's such a it's such a beautiful area, and there's so much to explore. And uh, yeah, and Antelope Canyon and Horseshoe Bend were two places that I just they had been on my list, and I mm-hmm. just, for some reason, I'd never gotten around to it. And then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, time for a road trip. We're going, you know?
2: You know, we yeah. went many, many years ago when our print magazine went from being Big Blend to Southwest Blend. And we were ah. Southwestern. And mm-hmm. we went to Page. And this was even when we were living in Julian in San Diego in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And Nancy and I took a road trip. It was May. And we just said, that's it. We need to go and do our thing. We can't just, you know, we, we got to do it, right. you, you know, obviously. And off we went and we went to Paige and we stayed, stayed in this really funky, cool motel <laughs> on Elm Street. And Nancy and I thought it was really funny. And the <laughs> owner of the motel opened the door and they'd been having a party at the inn, basically. And everybody was yeah. drinking beer and carrying on. And we're like, okay. This is interesting. <laughs> and I remember the inn had like angels and stuff all over. And I'm going, we're on Elm Street? Really? And <laughs> it was Friday the 13th or something. I swear to yeah, God. It was like, not a six, joke. 66 six, six Elm Street. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, <laughs> so anyway, we were on Elm Street and Nancy and I had the giggles. And and it was this really cool. It's just, you know, the Southwest has these motels that are in yes. the revival is back on with Route 66 and everything, which is so exciting. Because it's so, they're just like, I don't know, it's like that iconic road trip vibe. It's kind of, and then, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's that retro feel, I think. Yes, that, yes. You know, it's very very alluring to travelers these days. Very, very alluring. But well, they and keep this, their
2: personality, you know, and, then, yes. and that is really why you travel, is to go see the personality of a place. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. And then And so then Nancy awesome. and I went to, we were in Page and we went over Lake Powell, and then I got all into John Powell's history. And now your yeah. articles brought me all back into that, and now I'm going to geek out on it. Like, I, I think he's like, if you're into the Southwest, like Aldo Leopold, right? I just feel like they sh- yeah. people should know him, like, know more about him and what he did, because he also fought in the wars. Like, this guy, he he's right. like Fremont in a way, right? In, So he was a big deal. And so we went through like some of the areas you went to, but we did not do Antelope Canyon. We did not get to, well, no, we did do Horseshoe Bend, but we didn't go Mm -hmm. kayaking, but we did Marble Canyon. We saw wild horses in the Vermilion Cliffs. Mm, like herds of them Mm. and we saw condors being re-released and we got lost in escalante and ended up in utah by accident and we really (laughs) it was it was hot and we really needed a beer and apparently where we got in utah they don't do that and (laughs) now you're in the wrong you're in the wrong state for that you don't go to a diner and say do you have a beer like it just is one of those beer days and (laughs) looked at us like i beg your pardon so, oopsie, yeah. but um, we went to Jacob Lake. And, and so we just did one of these, you know, well, kind of it like is. our life, one of these road trips yeah. that is nonstop now, but um, ended up in Jacob Lake, uh, which is the north rim of the Grand Canyon. I encourage people. Yes. You've done a story on that, too. It, it's Yeah. Um, it, so when people are traveling, and that's where I'm getting to. You know, I belong to these Facebook group, groups where people are like, we're going to this park. What can we do on the way? What do you right. think is the best thing? What you've done here, these are two iconic experiences that you could tie in to like Jacob Lake and or like the North Rim and, uh, you yeah, know, absolutely. even go up to Vegas and, and even... You know, I know you recently were in Durango, but it all actually connects in a way. Well, you right? know,
0: it's, you know, like I said, you can just draw the circle around page and, and you know, not too far, you know, an hour you're in Kanab, Utah, you're close to um, Zion and, and you know, Bryce and Escalante. And, you know, it's just a, it's a mecca for all this wonderful geology I think you know and a landscape that's so unique um so yeah i mean you could people could spend you know several weeks out in that area and cover that mm. whole that region because there's there's just so much to see and if you're somebody who loves the outdoors and you like to hike and you're curious about the geology and the the natural uh you know the the rocks and everything the landforms you know that that's the place that really is the place
2: mm. It's quite amazing, you know, all the different things that you see. Like, when you look at the rock formations there, you have to yeah. wonder, how did yeah. that happen, you
0: know? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And that's why, you know, Antelope Canyon is one of those formations. And it's, mm. I mean, it's a very almost surreal uh, type of, of canyon. Uh, it's mm-hmm. nothing nothing like I've ever seen before, yeah. ever. And I've seen a lot of canyons and have gone through my share of thought canyons, but I've never. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the pic- the pictures are amazing out there. I think, mm-hmm. you know, people have screensavers of it and they just, you know, there's a lot of Insta mm-hmm. pics out there, but, you know, they they are incredible and they will whet your appetite. But when you get there, you'll be like, oh my God, this is just like, you know, it's just... It's- Sometimes over, yeah, because you 're experiencing impression you 're walking through you 're looking at the light you 're looking at the color mm-hmm. you know you're here you 're hearing about you know the geology you 're hearing about you know erosion and and how things were formed with wind and rain and you know mm-hmm. how it took millions of years and you know, and how there's, you know, the, the, it's the minerals, it's the iron, the deposits that are in it that are, are giving it these incredible shades of, of orange, of red, of, you know, different colors. But it, it, it truly is a remarkable experience. But there are two of them. There's upper and lower that mm. people tour. And, uh, you know, everybody, it's very popular, Upper Canyon is very popular only because it was um, publicized so much with photos that people took. And because of the number one reason is this, like, light beam that comes down through when the sun comes through onto the canyon floor. And it's this particular happening or occurrence that has gotten a lot of attention. And I have seen the pictures of that, and it Mm -hmm. is incredibly remarkable. It is one of those occurrences though that happens you know only during a few months of the year and when the sun so midday um and it's a lot of it's hard to you know plan your trip around something like this especially if you're saying i'm going to go in fall because that's the time that works out for me or or whatever or i don't want to be there in the summer because it's just too hot and uh my my advice to everybody or recommendation is you know go when you can go you know, see it when Mm -hmm. you can see it. You're, you're, you're going to be blown away no matter what and whether there are the light beams or no light beams. So, you know, just, just go, you will, it is magnificent.
2: Mm. It's a good place for dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it'd be fun. I did see dinosaurs in that kind of setting. Oh, yeah, south just, the
0: southwest, you can see, you yeah. think of dinosaurs. I mean, you know, they discovered yeah. a lot of bones out there. But, yeah, you mm-hmm. can you can just imagine them out there, you know?
2: Mm. What? A, what? A, so when you're looking at the whole geology, did they tell you that, you know, uh, the connection to the Colorado River, does it connect to that? Because you always see these photos, but you we just don't get a feeling of where it is. You know what I mean? With, with Antelope Canyon. Is it connected yeah, or was question. the geology separate from...
0: That's a good question and I don't have the answer for you but uh that is a good question. <laughs> well it's a good one. They did not. Yeah, it's a good but it's a good one. Um they just they talked a lot about the layers about the how the rain and the wind, mm-hmm. you know, how how that and the erosion and how that kind of worked its magic, so to speak, you know, with all the sand and everything and, and how over a period of umpteen years and eons that it just, you know, created. And it's like this undulating waves, you know, is what it, it looks like. And, uh, you know, depending on where you're standing and how much light there is, you know, the shades, you know, can be darker or brighter or um, as you can see by pictures, it, it's just, you know, it, it, uh, it's all dependent on positioning and time of day and, and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's remarkable. And the Lower Canyon, uh, which uh, in my mind is equally as spectacular, was for me a more, I think, I think it was more enjoyable only because it's really kind of, it's fun. It involves more of a hike experience. You know, the Upper Canyon is, is fairly level. Uh, people with any kind of accessibility issues, it, it's a it's, it's very uh, accessible. Um, mm. But the, the Lower Canyon, you know, you you are climbing ladders. You're kind of going through narrow spaces. And to me, it was more of an adventure. And I, I put mm. in my story something about being Indiana Jones because it kind of – you just got that feel for it. And I liked that feel. I really felt like mm. I was experience, experiencing the canyon in a very – I don't know, just – kind of almost hands-on way but uh yeah i i I equally enjoyed it and the the uh, colors and the experience was equally as enjoyable um so i also would tell people if they're if uh you know the upper canyon is sold out perhaps because it it does take a lot of advanced preparation or reservations that the lower canyon is is so wonderful and you will get a remarkable experience uh, for that, that one as well
2: I think it's it's you know that's the thing is like everybody goes to the the typical places, and it sometimes it's just it's ruined. Like everybody's bunching up, and you just come on, everybody! Like give people like Moab is apparently like then the Arches or it's like that. It's like mm-hmm. you have to wait for hours to to not have anybody in your picture. You know? Yeah,
0: I think it's I think you know some of the very very famous places you know are definitely definitely overrun by tourism um, and i think as a, as a tourist or as a visitor you know you can plan your trip so that you're not going in the height of the tourism season and that maybe the time of day that you can go when it's you know not not going to be as crowded um these tours in the upper canyon particularly they you know are one after another and there's you know people uh, kind of on your heels and so um, it's also more challenging it, to take pictures because you've got people uh, around mm-hmm. you, um, mm-hmm. and there's a sense, sounds there's like a press trip. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's you know, it, it there, this this the feel is like okay, they have to take you through this and get you through and get you out, and so mm. on the lower canyon, I had I had so much more of a leisurely experience and uh, less people, you know, no crowds. It was I don't know. It was to me that was delightful, and I I really appreciate. Like I said, the the kind of fun hiking that is a little bit involved in that.
2: And and when mm. would you say to go? So you, you can kind of like the shoulder season kind of thing, you know, cause you also talk about it's that midday time that you want to take that photo in the upper Canyon, which is, um, we, we've it, all been trained never to take photos at midday. No, <laughs> exactly. Here, well, yeah, but, here, but in, this,
0: <laughs> in this, yeah. yeah. In this particular one that so a sun Chef, but it's also, Like really during late spring, summer, and maybe early fall where those light beams are able to, you know, where people are wanting to go at midday and so they book the, you know, 11 o'clock tour or whatever, which is always going to be sold out. I suggest that you go off season, which, you know, to me would be later in the fall and Mm -hmm. go in the winter even or early spring where you know you're not going to encounter as many as many tourists mm. and you know maybe the weather yes will be colder it it will be colder but
2: you know wear a coat <laughs> yeah dress right. yeah you know that's that's it you know trying to trying to you know i i think it's better on the land you know to have a little bit of a lighter footprint and to go on those other sides if you're able to physically right and have the time yeah. and everything to go on those other hikes, because it's just, I i think you're so right with that, where you think, oh, no, it's not the big famous one. But when you go, and you can breathe and be part with the land, yeah. you know what I mean? There's yeah. just this whole other adventure. And I love that you brought up Indiana Jones, because he does go in and out of those caves, you know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's it, it, so cool, but at least you have ladders. But uh, so this is all on Navajo land, right? Yes, and that's another
0: thing. it is it is a monument of the Navajo people. It's part of the, it is a Navajo tribal park. And so this means that you have to go with a uh, an authorized Navajo tour guide, a uh, you know, a company that is is has the permit to be able to do this. And uh, speaking in in terms of the Lower Canyon, um, they will close the Lower Canyon if there is a, a going to be a rainstorm because you will get trapped in there. And uh, so mm-hmm. they you know they do look ahead at the weather and they do close it because it is one of those you know it's it's a canyon and it's sure. you can get you you know you're you can get trapped in there because of the water. So um, that's another thing to consider, too, is, is that it can be closed uh, because of, of, the, of the weather. But they know in advance, and they, they will, will close it in advance uh, to, to prevent anybody from getting trapped in there. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, I, you know like I said, it's, I, I, I appreciate going off-season to a lot of places. I think, uh, in my mind, it's, like you say, it's quieter, it's more peaceful. Uh, you can have a little bit more of an intimate experience with nature.
2: Mm-hmm. I love sure. that. I mean, because you're doing nature and then this geology, like, I mean, do birds go in there? Like bats? Birds? birds. Yeah, uh, birds I, and I, bats. I,
0: I didn't see any birds and, and bats. Now, you know, the the Upper Canyon is kind of shaped... Like I said, like a, an A, where it's it narrow at the top and wide at the bottom. Okay, and then the lower one is kind of the opposite. It's kind of wide at the top mm. and narrow at the bottom. So I would think if there were was going to be any kind of of creatures coming, it would be more in the lower uh, mm. antelope because it's wider at the top. You know where there's more light, Ooh. there's more you know uh, air mm-hmm. coming through. But I I didn't see anything. I you know I didn't see any creatures or. Anything, and they hmm. didn't speak about any wildlife being in there. So,
2: but then ah. the pronghorn story—that's cool. Yeah, I love that's kind prong- of an
0: interesting thing. Yeah, the the way that that got named uh, Antelope Canyon, and actually, it was found by a, a Navajo, a Diné girl, uh, back in 1931, and and uh, she stumbled upon it and uh, fittingly i said in the in my story that her daughter uh, operates tours of the canyon today so that's, that's so, cool. so cool full, yeah
2: full circle you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's it's awesome so th- so everyone there's uh, all these different companies it's all in uh, debbie's article fire monkeys article on nationalparktraveling.com but adventurous antelope canyon tours antelope slot canyon tours antelope canyon tours and Antelope Canyon Navajo tours, um, and then for the lo- that's really for the Upper Canyon. For the Lower Canyon, it's Dixie's Lower Antelope Canyon tours and Ken's tours. So I don't know if cool. the Dixie and Ken ever meet. I just think D- just Dixie saying. and Ken are Dixie and Ken are brother and sister
0: in their company. Oh, well, see, I right know okay. oh, well, each other.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That's cool. That's cool. So go, I mean, check that out. And you also say to reserve your your tour in advance. I know people that just thought they could arrive and go and oh. and that's a no no i've seen so many sad mm. stories on facebook about yeah. this yeah
0: so yeah, you, that's you a really big advice reserve reserve it's always advance, good ex- too especially in in the high high tourist times and if you're wanting to sure. do that midday tour and you know all that kind of stuff you you really have to plan plan this one out you know yeah. it's just it's well, it's not a it, it, you know i'm sure once in a while sure you can drop in and maybe there's a there you know there's a space or whatever but you know don't don't be disappointed don't let your hopes get up and you know without doing some sort of homework ahead of time
2: So when when you talk about high season, so summer is a high season for that kind of area of the Southwest. Um, Yeah, I think, you know, late late spring,
0: summer, and very early fall, I think, are very much May through
2: September, October, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much what you would would say. So you know, if you really are, if you if it's okay with you, you know, with with individuals' preferences, you know, why not you know go in November or December or January, or February or March or whatever. You know, yeah, it's going to be cold, but you know what? It's 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 such a beautiful
2: landscape. And, oh my and God, so winter in the Southwest Isn't it? Gorgeous? is that, gorgeous. That oh, it's awesome. It's magical, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It um, is. Oh, yeah, God, you're making yeah. me homesick. Yeah. I, I don't, I, you know, I'm just saying it's this, all this Arizona stuff we're doing on shows lately in New Mexico, you know, we do, you know, our yeah. monthly New Mexico show now. I'm like, okay, I miss you. I want to smell creosote. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I want the monsoon season with creosote. No one, you Aww. know, I mean, I say yeah. no one knows that. People in the Southwest know that it's like a weird scent. And at first you think it's some animal peed somewhere, but it's not. Um, no. But it's the most ancient plant we have on the planet, the creosote. I
0: know. And it's such a distinctive plant, you know, and it does, you're right, it has such a distinctive smell.
2: <laughs> I know. When you first you get into the Southwest, you're like, what the heck? What? what? Yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> she said distinctive. She <laughs> kept know. saying Distinctive.
1: I know, yeah, i know
2: i know yeah. it stinks yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. just put it that yeah. but um actually and, and you know native americans use it for tea and all kinds of stuff and mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. oh, um, it does actually Medicine. have oil mm-hmm. and it and it's interesting because it grows in circles and there's mm-hmm. a certain area out in lucerne valley area in uh, california high desert outside of joshua tree where it's one of the most ancient patches of creosote mm-hmm. and they grow in wow. circles and it's 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 amazing. It's cool. I mean, I know. Very I'm sorry. Cool. I went off on a tangent, but I'm missing the, the Southwest. It, it's mm. home. It's home for sure. Yeah. You know, a yeah. raft. Yeah. You went on a raft journey on Horseshoe Bend. I remember seeing Horseshoe Bend. Mm-hmm. And even to get the iconic photo of that, I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's- do you, when you went to the Black Canyon of the Gunnison, didn't you feel a
1: little nervous? Like right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed, and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with the 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Going and photographing. Hi.
2: Well, uh, you know what? There was two parts of the park, and we did the north and the south, and the north, yes. like, I felt like, I, I know that we're in a Safe, caged kind of thing, you know, fenced in thing. But mm -mm. yeah. But then I drove Millionaire's Highway after that, so I was good. Well, that yeah,
0: I was gonna yeah. If you've got if you've got the little bit of the height issues, you know, with with looking at something way way down, Mm. and Mm -hmm. also, uh, you know, uh, parts of it are maybe not fenced, and you've got you know a a, a sheer drop off. You know, whether Mm -hmm. you're standing or driving, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think. You know, I think people, you know, need to have, uh, you know, some people just a uh, uh, common sense is important, I think, you know, oh, and it's yeah. like, you said you, know, it, let's, you let's, put it, let's, it in your article, take that that.
2: selfie, you, you know? took you, you, t- you, you took my bait, because you wrote about have that common sense rule, obey yeah. the yeah. rules of common sense. And I underlined yeah. it in this, because I just, can't we just, <laughs> I just, I, I almost feel like can't we make that a bumper sticker?
1: Yeah. obey the yeah. rules of
2: common sense just that yeah. should be a bumper sticker there's yeah, there's I mean, seriously. been there's been times where i've looked at parents and wondered what where are you why are you letting your kids uh, do this why are you why like yeah. i remember doing that that bridge in the grand canyon oh it, yeah you're talking about that before went, oh. yeah yeah and i it seriously this kid was running and the parents were wait wait like i was like where are you yeah. how how would you That your kid did, and he was running and pushing people. So I got down on my hands and knees to finish the bridge, and the bridge is swaying, and I'm like, "Uh, uh, 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 Mm uh, uh, no." But it's cool. But listen, listen, there's a lot of us who love that stuff, right? I know, you know.
0: I, I like I said, if you have common sense and you you know need to yeah. you know step you step back and you don't mm-hmm. you know do something stupid. You know, there's yeah. so many beautiful place. There's so many beautiful mm-hmm. places, and right. to be able to see you know the views. Uh, to me, you know, yeah. The, of course, there's a little risk involved, but 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 if you're you, like you said, if you obey the common mm-hmm. sense rules, yeah. it's like. Then, you know, you, you, you know, cause you read almost, you know, you read several mm-hmm. times you read about people who are trying to take a selfie and they're, you know, standing in the Grand Canyon, wherever it is. And it's just like, or, you know, oh, let you're me, like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Or they're standing next to a waterfall,
2: you know, no, and I, it's like, I, Buffalo, let me go to Yellowstone yeah. and stand oh, yeah. buffalo. <laughs> was like, What's yeah. with you. yeah No, yeah. I, but see, that, see, that's, yeah. but that's something yeah. that I think we've, I I don't bring this up to be negative, but I love that th- this, these two articles, you both, you have such um, important tips so people don't just arrive thinking they can get into Antelope Canyon, because it's a it's a downer. It's a downer yeah, when you is. you're driving across the country. Oh, let's just go here. And you yeah. waste your time and you can't do it. That's, it's, yeah. it's a bummer. So, and and so you're really saving people time and money. Right. And the same thing with this, It it is about reminding, you know, because we do actually see this, you know, on the news right. just about every other day. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. uncommon, but it is about really common sense. I do think that should be a bumper sticker. Obey the um, rules of common sense. I'm sorry, I but that's that. perfect. But you no, went I hiking. right. Well, we went, you it know, seems you like it's easy to... for people to experience this even if yes. they don't want to go on a raft, right?
0: Yes. Now, if you, you know, the hike is simply 1.5 miles round trip. You know, Mm -hmm. hikes up a little bit. um, and then, you know, there's there is the the area where you can look at the the walls of the Navajo sandstone, you're looking at the erosion, you're looking at, you know, the water Mm -hmm. that has been forced to make this bend, which is why it's horseshoe bend in the river. And so you're looking down about a thousand feet, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're looking at the Colorado River and it's this beautiful blue green color. And mm-hmm. you know it's it and there are railings there on on the central part of it, but there's also many other areas where people can go and if they want get away from the masses of the crowds, they just need to be you know careful as we were talking about it but it's it's Remarkable to see it from that perspective Mm -hmm. and then to be able to see it from the perspective of actually being in the river and seeing Horseshoe Bend as you're going Mm -hmm. around it. And Mm -hmm. so to me, to me, I thought it was was a a unique opportunity to be able to get both perspectives.
2: Right. And this was a half day adventure, which is unusual for Debbie because... When she gets on a boat, she floats and and rafts and white waters and does for all days, kinds of crazy for stuff days. for days. <laughs> she's out in the woods for days, and we never know when she's going to come back. But she does obey common sense rules. Yes. Yes, and this raft mm-hmm. trip is is you know
0: first of all this is not white water this is a a float trip you know oh and nice so yeah so so anybody can do this this is suitable for children it's suitable for you know it's it, it's very easy you know you get in the boat there's a guide the guide you know tells you stories talks about the geology talks about the wildlife you know, talks a little bit about his life um, and or her life. And, and, you know, so it's very easy. You get off at a certain point in time, you go to Petroglyph Beach, where you mm. take a little bit of a short walk and you see this amazing panel of They're petroglyphs. Amazing. One of the ones, mm. one of the panels that I, I one of them are amazing and vivid panels that I've seen of petroglyphs. And I've seen quite a lot of them, you know, over the years, especially in the in the Southwest, you know, mm-hmm. and people, people, there's always, a, I, I'm always confused at first too, but the people uh, with pictographs and petroglyphs, but one is carved, the petroglyphs are carved mm-hmm. into the rock and the pictographs are actually drawn on top of the rock, mm-hmm. or painted on top of the rock. So the, these are petroglyphs and you'll see a lot of different symbols and, uh, you know, people are not sure exactly what they are, but some of them can be, you know, you can look at them and say, oh, that, those look like bighorn sheep or those look like birds or, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, hunting scenes. And so that to me was was one of the highlights. I thought it was such an impressive uh, panel there.
2: And you're uh, going to see... It's a newspaper it's, rock. That's what they always call them, like newspaper yes. rocks. And yes. I love that. Yes. Because it yes. is like, it's like, it's like the ancient expression. newspaper. Mm-hmm. It is.
0: It is. And so then you're going to see all these huge formations and it's really fun because some of them resemble all these different shapes and you know, facial shapes or animals, and we saw one that looked like Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars, <coughs> and, That's you know, funny. one that looked like logos for, the, for, for football teams, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's kind of fun mm. to be able to, you know, it's like when you look, you're lying down and you're looking at clouds, and you see different, mm. you know, things in the clouds, and the same thing with these rocks and these formations, so, and also,
2: we were very lucky because we saw some wild horses, which was, oh, man. Awesome. And so that was a real like- treat. And that was in the so boat, right. Awesome. So you're having this other there's something about being in the water and seeing wildlife. You're almost more yeah. at one with them because you're in this a uh, little bit more of a vulnerable position, right? Um, oh, and it was so, so
0: wonderful! Yeah, aw. it was so special to be able to see them. And uh, mm-hmm. supposedly, at different times of year, you can actually see the bighorn sheep there up on the on the rocks. Mm-hmm. So we didn't see them because it wasn't uh, that time of year. But yeah, it's it's nice. I I mean, I love being able to see wildlife out where they're supposed to be, you know, and not mm-hmm. you know not where Absolutely. they're not supposed to be, so to But it was it was so special. It really was.
2: That's awesome. The one thing I wanted to touch on was you talked in your article about the geology of of this varnish, and I always, you know, and we've done so much, you know, in geology and in, in you know going in, in these parks and places, and I was like, what is this with this varnish? And you know, you yeah. you sometimes wonder, did somebody do that? <laughs> did humans <laughs> do it? Because you know what I mean. It's like, but yeah. you know. <laughs> but you talked about that, and I thought that was a very interesting point because, you know, it there is this—it's almost like a lacquer, mm-hmm. and it it's is. like how did that happen? And it, it is real, you know. And it, it, and it all amazing. has to do with
0: it. All has to do with the minerals, you know, mm-hmm. and and it you know the amount of the minerals, and uh, it's found particularly in arid regions mm-hmm. uh, can take many, many, many years to to coat a surface. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's beautiful, though, because it has such a beautiful hue and texture. And I love the fact that it's called Desert Varnish. I just, I think, yeah, yeah I, I love that.
2: Mm-hmm. My fingernails want it. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Hello. They do. I, I, I want to I give the, the company you went with, Wilderness River Adventures, uh, go to their website, riveradventures.com, and they start doing their trips uh, from March through the end of October. So, you know, we're right in that time where we start planning next year, 2023. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? do it now. Do it now. Um, because it everything does book up, especially these kind of things. Um, you're out in the uh, wild, so you wanna yes. you wanna book up while while you can. Um, uh, but again, uh Debbie's articles are up on nationalparktraveling.com. She's got all kinds of other articles on blend radio and tv.com too. She's got articles all over. Mm-hmm. and so keep up with her there and she's on our show every fourth tuesday we get to talk with a fire monkey and keep up with us uh, on that with big dot <laughs> but fire monkey 2023 you know i know we're pre-recording this but like it's just a few days away with this airs. so 2023 any Crazy. view into your fire monkey crystal ball of where you're going
0: I have a lot of places. I'm going to go back to the Northwest, of course. Yes. <laughs> and um, and uh, also um, I'm looking at doing a trip to Hawaii, the big island of Hawaii this cool. time. And uh, there, there, that's also a very cool place for all the geology with Volcano National Park there. And uh, yeah, and then hopefully I will get over to uh, the Azor Islands and Portugal So uh, that's, that's on, that's on the, on the roadmap as well. But uh, in between, I hope to, to do a lot of stuff in, in, in the U.S. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, lots of fun things to plan. you know, planning is, is the fun part. I mean, I love doing it, but it, it, there's a lot of fun in planning
2: too. This is so interesting about how Mm -hmm. much you've done of the U.S. over the last few years. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. How do do you, because you've done so many countries, you know, all the continents, like how do you feel about America?
1: 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With all oh, the places I, I, that you've been.
0: I will <clears throat> never, nev- I will never tire of traveling in this country. It's I amazing, isn't it? It's so it, diverse. It's so diverse, you know, whether it's, it's you know, the geology, the geography, the history, the culture, mm-hmm. you know, you it, it, you go from one end of the country to the other and everything in between, and it's all so different and fascinating, and there's so much beauty in our country, so much mm-hmm. natural beauty, and uh, like I said, I will never tire of it,
2: never. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I think agree. we will either. Mm-mm. I mean, we just... It's just you start to get now we're getting to know highways and roads and stuff that, you know, I never thought I'd ever know, like really know them. You know what I mean? It's like, OK, you can turn GPS off now kind of thing and, and, and don't look at maps. And I right. knew I'd know that, like, you know, in, in the whole other side of the yes, country. It's always fun. But that's when it's time yeah. to move on to the next place. Honestly, yeah. when, you, when you don't need that, that's our that's our thing. As soon as you yeah. that's it's time to go. It's like onto mm-hmm. the next place. You already know your way around. That's that now, or you need to go get yes. lost somewhere on the other side of the city. Uh, so it, you know. So that's just I'm talking about even microscopic regions, right? Um, that you're in, but yeah, th- this country is pretty darn amazing. amazing when you think about like, you know, you know, our our you know life in Africa and England mm-hmm. and yes. all you know, different countries living in them. This country represents so much of that too. Oh, yeah. There's so many places mm-hmm. that remind me of, you know, Kenya and, yes. you know, certain places that remind me of Mexico. I mean, obviously it was Mexico, some parts of it. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like we do. Ha- and when you get into this smaller businesses, you get to meet people that come from all over the world with That's their true. smaller business. Mm-hmm. And I, you were talking about going to Portugal, and that's kind of where it got to. We we were in Tulare County, actually the city of Tulare, in Central California, outside Sequoia yeah. National Park, and we introduced this wonderful lady who sadly passed,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, she is from the where you're going in Portugal, um, and she, I mean, the accent she told us, her whole immigration story, and her husband, and they lived in New York and came here, and she, like, so the, all the Portuguese people in this area which there's a lot because of farming and all kinds of things and there's like a whole history there they go to her coffee shop and bakery Uh, every single day they have soccer meeting practice i mean it's like the small community thing and she started bringing out espressos and she taught us everything you need to know about like portuguese baked Mm -hmm. goods i mean it was so event and she was so Mm -hmm. shy and then but she did give us an interview to it this day, so one of the sweet. highest interviews, actually. Like, we've interviewed famous rock stars, and she's still kicking butt on interviews. Uh listens. Um, But she, because she was, it was her her legacy. And I hope people do that in this country. Understand, like, maybe you can't go to Europe or, you know, want to stay here because we still have, you know, we still have that thing lingering around called COVID. But our backyards have an international experience, too. Absolutely. And we can do that. And,
0: and it's... And I also I find that when I go back to a place, whether I go back, you know, once, twice, three, I can, I can always find something else in, in a place, Absolutely. you know? And, oh my God. Yeah. And it, 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 there's mm-hmm. always something else and it's, it's yep. so cool to say, oh my gosh, I never, I, I never knew that was here and I visited, I've been there mm-hmm. many times, you know? And so to me, that's kind of the magic of, of travel is, is, is finding out, you know, all the places that, that you haven't been or you've been, but you, it's, it's you can't them, stop,
2: you know? We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're never done and it's it's frustrating too because I want to do it all but But, even if you go to the same place if you do it in a different season it's a totally different experience oh for sure so now it's like four times whatever you think you've seen multiplied times four okay because yeah you got to do the other seasons if you really Mm want to see it all Oh, well, yeah. we just did yeah. Madison, Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. We've now yeah. done it. Now they're saying we've been there five times. I can't keep count. But yeah. we have mm-hmm. done all four seasons in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> and I have to tell you, there's nothing like walking dogs in fall leaves it. that oh. they just think every leaf is another thing to sniff
0: yeah. and yeah. roll
2: in. And, and I'm like, I've never experienced that. Like walking a dog, yeah. like, but you know, that was a different experience. Like just being part of the neighborhood walking a dog in the leaves, and the dogs are like, dude, look at the leaves, man. This is so cool. They <laughs> the did it in the snow, chat. too. And I was like, but they they really remind you, like, to appreciate each season and the beauty that each – there's a bounty in every season. And when you're in these kinds of Absolutely. places, you know, I'm like, this is so cool. Look at – Look at them in the leaves. Every single leaf was something like a new toy. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. That was, you know, so I know that's not a normal touristy thing, but it was for me. That was like, wow, you can't get any closer to living here than walking the dog and um, really experiencing the leaves in a neighborhood and just being one in an area that, you know, we've been there in the spring and seen the sandal cranes. We've been there in the snow and shoveled snow. And then in the summer when the lakes are just brimming and beautiful and the farm bounty is like amazing. Yeah, and you so it's, you did you go to college there, didn't you?
0: I went to school for a short period of time in Madison, at University of Wisconsin, and I cool. lived in the Chicago area. And I used to go up to Lake Geneva, and you know, go to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and go up in Wisconsin many many times. And so, I like I, I think I even said that story with the pictures about autumn in the Midwest, you know, and how incredibly. Beautiful it is and you know, I know New Englanders think that they've got a you know, that, that, that oh, New England oh, oh, in the look fall, Chicago and, spirits yes, coming out. Look
2: yes. at her, look at her. Go well, and New, the fire's
0: coming out. And New England is terrific, is, is incredible in the fall, but the Midwest, you know, really has has its, it's own idyllic. beauty as
2: well. Yeah. yeah it's idyllic. Yeah. We went mm-hmm. to a park in Saint Louis, Missouri. Um, at Webster Grove. We were in Webster Grove, and, and it, it was a tiny community park. And we we were staying in this uh, bed and breakfast um, STL oh, Tuxedo Park bed and breakfast uh, in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. That's what the STL was, um, and it was inside a renovated church. I mean, it had the glass stained glass it was windows. Way cool, historic, and it was a trip. It was very cool. Was I, I very recommend cool. people go there, um, and. Anyway, we went to this park. We're like, well, we're going to do what the community parks were. And of course, it's still COVID time. But you, some of these b bs you can just do like a walking tour of the architecture of the neighborhood, of just homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. mind-blowing. It was fall. It was actually this time of year that we're recording in November. And they, I mean, we went to this park and I think it was one of the few times Nancy and I really experienced what you've seen on TV and what you've seen in magazines of mm. fall. And we're sitting on a bench and just yellow leaves were falling down mm-hmm. on all of us, and and yet uh, the trees still had their leaves, and people were playing soccer in the field over there. People were walking their dogs. People mm-hmm. were just hanging out oh, in the gazebo. Awesome. I mean, it was just one of those idyllic things, mm-hmm. and I think that is what the Midwest yeah. represents: is yeah. this idyllic quality of life. It's. Yeah. I, I don't know how others to put it. It is that the Midwest has yeah. that. It's cool. Yeah.
0: I, I'm I'm a Midwesterner, you know, born and bred, and and uh, you
2: know. Now you're a Southwesterner I'm
1: back
0: yeah. there. Yeah, I'm now a Southwesterner, but I, you know, it's like I've still got those Midwest, the very strong Midwestern roots, and you know, autumn. Is a time when I feel
2: particularly very homesick for for the Midwest. You know? uh, so, and, but mm-hmm. now Santa Fe. Santa Fe in winter. Yep. You've got all the Ugh. snow on the adobe. Magic, magic, Luminarias, magic. Luminarias. Oh, we I cannot the wait. Yes. I did not know that that was about thieves with money. <sighs> I didn't know that farolitos came from that. That no, it's the so, Luminarias.
0: And it's such a beautiful. I mean, it's such a beautiful experience here with winter here. It really is, you know. And oh. it's also, yeah. You picture blue skies, and you picture the snow, and you picture. I don't know. It's just. It's it's just. It's charming. It's really. Yeah. Charming. No.
2: You've got the big open skies. That's something. Yeah. Once you live in the Southwest, you won't. Yeah. It, it's hard to live anywhere else because you're used yes. to. The sun at four in the morning and waking yeah. you up at that time and the, and, and and the sunrise. Sunset. So far, oh, the, sky is so, so far. Yeah, the sky is so massive. Yeah, it is. It is. It is
0: incredible. Yeah, it With is incredible.
2: Fire monkey. Happy yes. end of 2022. And mm. here's to 2023 being an amazing new set of adventures for you, which we know you're going to have. Enjoy mm. Portugal. We know that's going to be amazing. <laughs> And don't forget to bring and you, us back and you some And well. <laughs> you as well. <laughs> I, you as well. Amazing adventures. Well, hopefully our paths will cross because we will be going through the Southwest. Yes. And we're going to the Pacific Northwest. We're going to Eugene, Oregon, too. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stay away either. <laughs> no, apparently not. There's certain places we keep circling. Asheville, North Carolina. Natchitoches, <laughs> Louisiana. Tucson, of course. You know, and, and New Mexico. Silver City. Uh, you know, Breath. there's oh. so much, all of see. it, all of it. There's yeah, so I, think, much yeah. To see. I think we'll yeah. be circling for the rest of our lives, and maybe we need to buy a new car soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry. no, oh, I know, I can't, I can't, you I can't say that. I, our car, our car will be put in a no, museum. She's gonna last, she's gonna last. All right, everybody, again, <laughs> bigblendradio.com, and Debbie's articles are up on National Park traveling.com stay tuned and sign up for our newsletter so you can get our digital magazines in your email box and one of them being parks and travel magazine uh, the stories that we've talked about thanks so much debbie thank you ladies and happy and healthy
0: 2023 thank you you.
2: happy holidays
0: all right bye-bye now bye-bye 92%